Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani. Welcome, America, to the Rudy Giuliani Show. This is a show where we do something unusual on radio and television in America today. We speak the truth. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't. We don't like uh, hide hard drives. We don't hide thirty-year-long criminal records by people running for president. We don't hide uh, numerous indications that the commander-in-chief of uh, the United States is dangerously demented, uh, forgets where he is, walks in the wrong direction, get lost in the White House. We, when we get the truth, we tell you the truth. And if it involves a Republican, we're going to do the same damn thing. Because I'm doing this for only one reason and one reason alone, to combat censorship Censorship, if allowed, if allowed to continue and allowed to grow, will destroy the country that was given to us to preserve, protect, and defend. And to the extent we allow the Biden administration and their a group of unscrupulous, dishonest Democrat leaders to crush our Constitution, shame on us. Shame on us for electing him. Shame on us for electing a man hiding in a basement. Shame on us for not being outraged that they withheld the information from us. Shame on us that we're still allowing them to kind of guide the same liars who did all that are the ones trying to give us the January 6th narrative of an insurrection. We're here to stand up uh, to it. And we're going to stand up to it loud and clear. Let's begin with Apple. Apple, Apple, Apple. Everybody's got an Apple. I'm thinking about maybe not having an Apple. And I'm really tied to it. Here's what they did in China. Apple is limiting the use of AirDrop for the protesters in China. Now, I don't know if you have Apple or you know what AirDrop is. But AirDrop is a very convenient way for me to take a picture or image on my phone and give it to you or or document, as Dr. Maria just pointed out uh, to me. And uh, I do it many, many times with Dr. Maria or people I'm working with when I'm shooting something. You know, when we're shooting a a, a documentary or we're shooting something, uh, we will AirDrop. Or in the middle of an investigation, we, we will AirDrop documents that I have to see or one of my investigators has to see. I, I've never been at a protest, so I don't know, uh, 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 you know, exactly what they do. But it's obvious in a protest, you would drop it in order maybe to protect yourself. There's one particular person that is dangerous to the protesters, and you want people warned. Watch out for these three people. They're, they're plants. They're Antifa plants or they're uh, Black Lives Matter plants, which, which, by the way, invade all of their protests. I mean, uh, Antifa and uh, Black Lives Matter do a much better job than Adams allows the NYPD to do of undercover since he 
took the undercover people and put uniforms on them. Where does Apple come off restricting the use of airdrop for people who are being tortured? They, they, they claim that they've killed 300-plus people so far. It's only been a week, by the way. Uh, human rights groups say it's north of 500 people. I'm going to say it's 1,000, 2,000. The, the Chinese communist government lies, and then it doubles, triples, and quadruples the lie. Uh, however, this country is made up of sympathizers with the Chinese communist government. They have done a superior job, superior to the Soviets back in the 30s and 40s and 50s who infiltrated the Roosevelt administration and the Truman administration. You live with that, Democrats. Yep, you were the party of slavery. You were the party of Jim Crow. You were the party of racism. You were the party of the Ku Klux Klan. Your present demented president in the White House, one of his best friends, was the head of the Ku Klux Klan who he eulogized. Yeah, your, your connection to slavery is so great. I don't know how you can change anybody's name for a connection to slavery, change the name of a school without getting rid of the Democrat Party name, which is the most synonymous organization connected to slavery we have existing in the United States today. I don't mean today's party, but I mean the party of years ago. Well, of course, you know, the Thomas Jefferson School today isn't connected to slavery, but we had to change the name because Jefferson had slaves that, by the way, he was extraordinarily guilty about and wanted to free. Democrats weren't guilty about slaves and wanted to free them. No, no, no. They killed fellow Americans in order to keep slaves. Now, how can you change Jefferson's name but not the Democrat Party name? And I'm serious about this. Hypocrisy is ripping us apart because it's hypocrisy about matters of justice and fairness. Matters of going to jail, losing your liberty. We don't straighten it out. You might as well forget unity. You're not going to have unity when Biden is treating Republicans different than Democrats, when Biden has his, his secret police chasing all you know, uh, supporters of, of Donald Trump the way they were chasing me and a number of my colleagues. But look at Apple. Come on. They weren't part of a conspiracy with the Democrats to, to, to suppress news to, to collude with the Democrats to elect Biden and defeat Trump? They weren't. They're willing to work with the Communist Party. What kind of an American works with the Communist Party? Don't you have to give up being an American if you work with the, Chi with the Chinese Communist Party? I guess not, since Biden was a partner with them, with a contract. I'm going to start a, 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 a series next week at 8 o'clock at night Twice a week, I'm going to give little snippets from the hard drive. I'm one of the people that has the entire hard drive, both copies. I will not use the one with the dirty pictures. I'll keep that locked up as I have from the moment I turned it over to the police in, uh, in, uh, uh, in, in um, Delaware who did nothing with it but give it to the FBI and put it in the circular file, even though it has pictures that I was told by the NYPD require immediate intervention to protect the children who were exposed to dangerous images, as well as images themselves that were highly questionable with regard to child pornography. It's not my opinion. It's the opinion of New York City 
police officers who uh, were retired and who uh, specialized in that kind of work. Well, we, next week we're going to put out little parts of it so you can get it in little pieces and understand it. But the, the fact is that the President of the United States was a partner in several businesses. He was, not his son. His son was too, but he and his brother and his wife and his sister-in-law were a partner with one of the major spies in China for which he was going to get millions and millions of dollars. And during that period of time, the family got four to five million. How can he be the president of the United States? How did you vote for him and not be allowed to know that? That's what those 51 intelligence experts were covering up. You mean to say they were intelligence experts? They didn't know that? Our intelligence service didn't know that Biden sold out to China? What the hell kind of intelligence service do we have if they didn't know that? So now China is taking advantage of it. Apple is just following Biden's lead. Uh, Biden's uh, remarks about the protest in China is disgustingly tepid. And uh, uh, Mr. Kirby should resign over the following. The United States uh, Olympic soccer team showing the same kind of courage, or maybe not as much courage, but certainly courage, as the Iranian team before the game tore up the Iranian flag containing the symbol of the regime of terror and had a version of the legitimate Iranian flag, a flag that would be flown when the dissidents take over with a government already in waiting to restore women's rights. What a brave thing for those men to do. And what a brave thing for the Iranian men to put up a flag without it on it. Well, listen to the reaction of a former admiral. What, what would you have said? I know what I would have said. God bless those young men. We still have Americans left, like the Americans who fought the Second World War and stood up to the Islamic terrorists at Ground Zero and went to battle for us in Afghanistan and went and got bin Laden. We still have Americans like that. We're not a country of feckless, silly people worried about pronouns. We're a country worried about freedom and extending it for the world and willing to give our life for it. Well, John Kirby certainly didn't represent that. Let's listen to number three. The U.S. men's national soccer team uh, has thrown up an image of the old flag before then, including the Islamic Republic symbol. Um, Was the uh, does the White House have any comment on that decision? No, actually, we don't. And this isn't the kind of thing that you would that the White House would comment on. Uh, USA Soccer is a private entity, and they. uh, they make their own decisions about those kinds of things, and uh, uh, we wouldn't uh, we wouldn't comment on that. We wish them all the best tomorrow. Am I wrong? I, I'm I'm going to take a break now. I want you to contemplate that. I want you to I want you to call me, and I real honestly mean that. This is a country, Iran. Let's leave out that they're the biggest sponsor of terrorism in the world. They've killed millions of people, including their own people, second to China only in the number of people they kill. And we're, e- and we're equally silent about what goes on in, Ch- in, in China, or, or, or tepid, let's say. But they've killed many Americans. There are families, maybe some listening to this show, whose sons and sometimes daughters have been killed 
by the Iranian Quds Force, which was very active in Iraq, which was commanded by General Soleimani, rightfully eliminated by Donald Trump with a, a serious charge of uh, racism and xenophobia by the demented man in the White House, who seems to love our enemies and hate our people, since we're all racist. But I want you to think, should this man be representing the United States? And in a, in, in a spectrum of America first, if you can't agree with our team doing that, where have you put America? We'll be right back after you get a chance to contemplate that. And then we've got plenty more to cover. This is the Rudy Giuliani Show. America's Mayor, Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani, back with the Rudy Giuliani Show. And don't forget, I'll be bringing you my final thoughts at the end of the show. And today, I think you're going to be very interested in them. I hope you are every day, but today I think you will be. And also, uh, at the break, we're going to speak to uh, Dr. Maria about the uh, prevalence now and the spread, uh, which is really, really uh, at epic proportions, of uh, marijuana. And, and um, is it dangerous? Isn't it dangerous? I mean, people don't ask that question. But we ask every question, right? I mean, we're supposed to ask every question question let's go to tony in clifton mayor giuliani how are you feeling i feel really good tony how do you feel i feel good too i'm waiting to see the tree tonight get lit up oh isn't that nice yeah we're gonna we're gonna take we're gonna take some nice pictures of it and i'm gonna do a live cast about eight o'clock and maybe i'll show them yeah it's beautiful so i called you because i hear in the press from the press and from the Dems all about January 6th. And so for that reason, I have something I had in mind to bring to you. And one of the things working in New York City was we had the protocols, especially for 9-11, if you remember, we left the buildings and never went back. People who worked in the area, we did not go back. So, so, and- thinking, so thinking of that, I did a comparison of what actually happened, absurd as it was, and we know right. it wasn't a real thing. In January 6th, I always thought it very odd that the um, Congress, a.k.a. with Nance, uh, the Speaker, he decided to send everybody back in after a few hours because we were watching that on live TV. So we saw so many hours passed. And they went back into the building. Uh, uh, I always thought you, that was. You would have thought she would have waited until maybe the next day to make sure it was all cleaned out. I mean, somebody could have st- been hidden away. A bomb could have been hidden away. Uh, several bombs could have been hidden away. I mean, I thought that was kind of weird too. But I, I, I didn't have time to pay attention to it. I, I was kind of. I really wasn't aware of it until about five or six o'clock at night when I got the first tape of John Sullivan. So my original impression of. January 6th is that it was orchestrated by uh, by uh, Antifa because John Sullivan basically says that on his tape. You don't get to see that. You're not allowed to see that. That part of what's being censored. You don't you don't you don't get to see the John Sullivan tape that was made contemporaneously for which he was paid money in which it looks like he scripted everything, including knew exactly where to be when Ashley Babbitt was murdered Um he uh, the day before he called for burning down the 
Capitol. That day he called for burning down the Capitol. He broke into the Capitol. He urged people to destroy property. He brought them right up to the Pelosi uh, outer chamber. Um, when a gun was shown, his camera happened to be in exactly the right place to get the gun but not the cop. And when she was uh, shot, uh, he carefully uh, photographed it so it was hard to see that people were holding her up, but they were. Uh, and this is the second time he has been involved. He's, he's under indictment in Utah for a very similar situation where he filmed another killing during an Antifa riot. There were also uh, four or five texts from him inviting Antifa people there and a text from his brother two days later saying he had about 250 heat. John Sullivan had about 250 Antifa people in the Capitol, none of whom, as far as I know, have been identified by the liars on the January 6th committee. And remember, the people on the January 6th committee are all proven pathological liars. Uh, maybe not all, but I mean they're all kind of affected by Shifty Schiff, who still has to tell us who the uh, R Russian is that uh, uh, Trump colluded with that he had been talking and, and that he knew about. Um, so I think you make a very good point, the January 6th. Unfortunate though it was, and it should not happen, uh, was uh, taken to uh, uh, an unbelievable degree for the same reason as Russian collusion, the phony Ukrainian story, the uh, story that the hard drive was Russian uh, uh, agents, um, one, after, one after another, in their attempt to destroy Don Donald Trump by any means possible. Uh, many of them... Many of those means illegal. I also wanted to point out, because I don't want to leave behind uh, maybe even the more uh, significant situation, which is Obama's lack of really uh, supporting in any way what's going on in, uh, in, in China. I mean, uh, can you believe a, a Ronald Reagan or a Donald Trump not, not, uh, not saying something supportive for the, to these protesters, as they both did in their time? Well, we'll talk about that, and then we'll have Dr. Maria... It's going to talk to us about marijuana and similar things. We'll be right back with the Rudy Giuliani Show. America's Mayor, Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani back with the Rudy Giuliani uh, Show. And uh, we are um, here with Dr. Maria. Hello, hello. Because I don't want to express opinions on which I am not uh, an expert. And when I do, I try to tell you I'm not. And therefore, you know, it has, it has a, just a different way to weigh it, I think. But, uh, you know, the doctor is a medical expert and has been a provider all her life um, and has had, had significant experience with drug problems. I mean, not. Oh, not personally. No, 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 no. I mean, <laughs> some of my patients. No, but and, 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 particularly uh, geographically where you were located. I mean, first yeah, of all, in New Hampshire. people don't know that New Hampshire, you know, for the last 15, 20 years has been in a ser serious situation. Kind of like the, Oz the Ozarks and. and, and uh, it's very, very sad. The Ozarks and yeah. New Hampshire were big on. Uh, and it was from the drug trade. It started out with the opioid crisis, yeah, and, and that it, was the it. triangle that New York contributed to. Oh, yeah, and then you've got those two, you've got, you've got your own triangle in Massachusetts and Lowell and Lawrence. Oh, yeah. And uh, so here's so, the question. This always troubled me forever and ever. And it started, a, uh, it started when uh, Bloomberg prohibited cigar smoking in Cent Central Park. And they weren't arresting people for marijuana smoking. So I went into Central Park. I, I, I was not going to break the law, but I had a cigar and a lighter with me. 
And I went up to a, a very nice New York City police officer who recognized me and was very friendly. And I said, officer, I'm not going to cause any trouble for you, but I have a question. If I lit up this cigar, you would be duty-bound, unless you were going to give me a break, which I would not suggest you do, to give me a ticket. Right? You don't arrest me for cigar smoking, right? He said, only if you resist. I said, well, I wouldn't resist. <laughs> I would take the ticket like I do, God forbid, if I make a traffic violation. Uh, I, I said, but however, suppose I took out a, a joint and I started smoking it. Would you give me a ticket? He said, no, uh, we don't prosecute that anymore. Yeah. I said, but, you know, the second one is like a federal crime, right? He said, really? I said, oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, he didn't know I that. I said, let me, let, me, let me look. I went on my little thing. I don't have it memorized. I had it. I never did marijuana. Cases. I said, it's 18 USC. And then there's another code. I said, you know, it's a violation. He said, I didn't realize that. And I said, you're empowered to arrest for, for federal violations. You know, you took an oath to enforce the Constitution and laws of the United States as well as Constitution and laws of the state of New York. He said, you mean these creeps, that, they smell this place up horribly. Do you know that? I said, isn't it a little ridiculous that I can't smoke my cigar and they can smoke their, their and he said, yeah, it is ridiculous, but we live in a ridiculous world. This was, this was years ago. Same thing happened in Colorado where I walked into a cigar store. I tried to smoke a cigar in a cigar store. They told me I couldn't smoke a cigar in the cigar store, but I could smoke, a, I could smoke weed. It doesn't make any sense. There's a lot of new studies out. There is um, something called marijuana-induced um, anxiety, marijuana-induced psychosis that we're seeing a lot in the emergency departments. But today I want to talk about a peer-reviewed study that was done in Ottawa, Canada, in some hospitals there in their affiliates. And it started in 2005, and it went to, say, 2020, July of 2020. That's long. It's a long study. So when you look at research studies, we have to look at the number of participants, the way they do the study, and there are some limitations in this study that I'll get into. But they broke up the study looking at C. T exams, so CAT scan exams of the lungs. So they broke it up to marijuana smokers in one cohort, uh, cigarette smokers in another cohort, and non-smokers in the third controlled study. And they definitely saw an increase in what's called paraseptal emphysema within the marijuana smokers, <clears throat> excuse me, and more inflammation in the lungs from the marijuana smokers. So looking at this study, and I always have to look for limitations, and the limitation is the marijuana smokers tended to be tobacco smokers as well. So that is about 50%. So that is a little bit of a limitation. Was it because they were doing both, marijuana smoking and tobacco smoking? But it it would indicate that if you are a cigarette smoker, you better not smoke marijuana because you complicate this. Definitely. You make it worse. You make it was such worse. a higher rate of emphysema, airway inflation, inflammation, excuse me, and even this uh, thing that happens sometimes because of medication. It's called gyno, um, gynecomastia. I actually have Dr. Marie because I can't pronounce it. <laughs> and that is when males get breast tissue. Uh, like a, almost like a woman. Like and they have, boys, they they have little boys. boobies. Oh, my and God. And sometimes if, you get that from I, medication. If, if I but they're getting Brooklyn, it. they would have beaten the living daylights out of the Yeah, they're getting it from the marijuana. So this is a, yeah. a good study. 
not a definitive study, but there's going to be a lot more coming. Every it seems like every state is going is allowing marijuana use. You look at Europe and they oh, outwardly smoke marijuana you wherever agree, you go. You don't agree that Mayor, Mayor Adams is going to base the future economy of New York on dope. No. And gambling. I, I think it's a wrong way to go. I think. The advice. We're going to, de- we're going to, it's, gr- it's great. We're going, to, we're going to depend on people being ad- addicted uh, because if they're addicted, they buy a lot. Just regular buyers are not enough to affect the economy. So the more addicted people we have to marijuana, the more money we're going to make. Well, here's something about public health, right? A, a lot of studies were done about secondhand cigarette smoke. So. Once those studies came up, you were that's when they started banning people from smoking cigarettes in restaurants and bars because even if you don't smoke, you can get bad effects yeah, on know, your lungs. Well, why don't they think of that with marijuana? Yeah, I just it's think- the same thing. Secondhand smoke, you are risking those non-marijuana smokers to adverse effects of their lungs. I mean, they're, they're going to open up all these marijuana places. They got places where you can go and get needles. So you can blow your mind with all those other drugs. That's and they the won't worst. Open, they won't open, reopen the Grand Avenue room so I can smoke a cigar. <laughs> That's abuse. Can I just say those IV <laughs> those IV drug places? And my friends. In allowing people to, number one, break the law, but literally killing themselves, it, it's an upside down world. No kidding. <laughs> that could be the statement of the month. There we go. It's an upside down. Dr. Maria always knows how to put. Exactly the right touch on it, and I think it just has more authority with her. But, you know, please, please, young people, marijuana's not good for you. I don't care. Don't give me this garbage. I mean, some of my mm, friends of my kids and, you know, and all they will say, oh, marijuana's not so bad. It is not good for you. I'm sorry. Blowing your mind away isn't good. It's got to be affecting your brain cells. Well, it's no different than painkillers. Well, painkillers aren't good for you. You take painkillers because you have pain. You shouldn't be on painkillers forever and ever and ever for fun. Uh, Right. Everything has a consequence in marijuana smoking, and we're seeing it, right? Colorado, lots of studies how motor vehicle accidents have gone up since they legalized marijuana. You are impaired. 100% you are impaired. Now, I am 100% in favor of... Medicinal use of marijuana. It does have a role. If done honestly and for real. Not as a as it has been done in many places as an excuse for, 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 for recreational use. And I think doctors, because I think a lot of doctors growing up in this generation have gotten silly about marijuana. A society that tries to convince you not to smoke cigarettes, but now is encouraging you in order to make a profit to smoke marijuana, is a... Stupid, dumb, hypocritical society. Yeah, it doesn't make any logical sense. But we've lost logic in this country for the last three three years. There are are degrees we go in losing logic where we lose lives. And this is one of them. Oh, absolutely. Lung damage, even vaping, right? A lot of people were trying to tell teenagers, you know what, I'd rather have you vape. Oh, my God, the effects on the lugs are Lungs are just terrible. Well, we want to talk to Catherine in Rockland County, I believe. Right, Catherine? Yes, and I now live out in Maricopa County in Arizona. My son moved here with his job, and I came with him. Oh, you you were out in in Maricopa? 
Yes, I'm in Maricopa County. Oh, she's oh you're calling us from Maricopa County? Yes, I'm from Maricopa. That's where I'm from. Oh, okay. They gave me the wrong county. Well, you you are the, you are in the more relevant county today. <laughs> so tell us what's going on in Maricopa County. Up, it looks very suspicious to me. Yes, and I grew up in Stony Point, New York, the home of the American Revolutionary War that won the freedom for this country. I was taught by a very good eighth grade teacher at the James A. Farley Middle School in Stony Point, the North Rockland School District. American history, and we were taught we, we, the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, secure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense. Are we providing for the common defense right now? I had a brother-in-law who retired as a colonel who was supposed to be a brigadier, and he didn't. Why? I have family in the NYPD. And uh, there's something very interesting. I can't talk about it now. And anyway, why are we not talking more about Joe Biden being a domestic terrorist? Wow. I would say that's a hell of a that's a hell that's a hell of a charge. What? That's a heck of a charge. I mean, I'm uh, uh, just give me. um, So tell me exactly. He's the President of the United States, and you're saying he's a domestic terrorist. Give me a reason that you, you come to that conclusion. Because what is he doing first? Well, that's not what a good reason. He took away our oil, and now he's giving it away to Venezuela. Well, that's a, that's a good start. Now, 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 that's a good, what else? We're told already in 2008 by Sarah Palin, drill, baby, drill. <laughs> yeah. We, we have oil right under our feet. Why do we have to go to... Could I could I take you back uh, just a um, one degree and say I'd be more comfortable if we if we said that uh, Joe Biden is clearly the president who has done the most damage to our national security than any president in history. The terrorist, maybe, but I don't think I can go that far. Uh, I'll give you another one, you know, to, to, to help you a little, and that is, uh, to me, the most startling thing he or any American president ever did uh, involved Afghanistan. I, I, I cannot imagine giving up the Bagram Air Base 400 miles from China. You see what's going on in China right now. You see his cowardice in uh, commenting on it. Any decent American president, any decent American would be on the side of the protesters. I mean, this, 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 um, these people were killed in that house because of Xi Jinping's maniacal dictatorship, which is, you know, an extreme version of what we saw in the United States. I mean, they're, they're, um, these, these are basically an extreme version of the progressive Democrats. Don't you see the connection between Whit, uh, Whit, Whitlock, Whit, Whit, Whitless, whatever the hell her name is, uh, Cuomo, uh, Newsom, Murphy wanting to lock everybody down as long as possible, having to get courts to say they violated the First Amendment right of freedom of religion. And, uh, and now I, I'd say, you know, much more extreme uh, Chinese communist policy of locking people down. Uh, the whole lockdown thing, from the day it started, I think Dr. Maria could be my witness, uh, Rudy Giuliani felt was very dangerous. I never liked it. I was always afraid of it, not 
not uh, for all the reasons it turned out. It's much worse than I thought. But the idea of locking people in their homes for long periods of time, I knew what a population like New York's was going to do more harm than good. We have too many fragile people. We have too many disturbed people. And it is not a natural state of things to be locked. That's why we put criminals and lock them up. So we, we actually, uh, de Blasio, Cuomo, and Hoko let the criminals out and put us in jail. Wow. And put our kids in mass so they grew up not seeing other kids. You, you figure out the damage that's going to have done to them 10 years from now. And then what about all the kids that got infections and other things because those masks were not sanitary? The, uh, that, mask would ha that mask, which did no good, would have to have been changed about eight times a day to be sanitary for a kid. You go figure out kid sniffling? Come on. Well, how, how ridiculously inane and stupid it was. So, um, yeah, he's been a he's been. It's hard to describe how bad a president he is. And I think now that we have a Republican House of Representatives, we will examine the motivation for it. There's no doubt he is compromised by the millions that he and his son and family have illegally gotten from China. Couldn't pick a worse country. The question is how much did he sell out? He sure did sell out some. Seems like a lot. Does that amount to treason or terrorism? It sure amounts to a crime for which he should be in jail rather than in the White House. And it's, uh, to me, it's, it's enormously disconcerting as having, having been a prosecutor for as long as I was and a person who, who just lives by the rule of law as our only protection to wake up every morning and think that this is what's in the White House, a crime family. So you're on the right track. Treason, treason might just go a little bit too far, Catherine. Uh, maybe not. It may turn out to be. Uh, it, it, the sky's the limit here with this guy, boy. You, uh, the, the hard drive, first of all, I, I claim to be an expert. I'm probably more of an expert than others because I have a complete five- or six-year computer that was used by Hunter Biden, and most of those times it was his biggest uh, computer, in other words, his main computer. But other times he used other computers. Uh, he lost others. He lost at least two other computers, one directly to a Russian prostitute spy. So there's no question that China and Russia have what I have, and now a lot of other people that I gave it to, but they have a lot more. And is it qualitatively worse? Is the pornography worse? Is the child pornography worse? Are the crimes uh, worse? There are things that I would love to see what they have. I'm talking on the crime side now, not the pornography side. I'd love to see what they have because they would fill in some blanks. Like, um, I can get you the $3.5 million from the wife of the mayor of um, Moscow, who is a massive organized criminal, by the way. This is not some sweet, this is not some sweet Russian lady. You know, this is a organized criminal herself who double-crossed her husband so she could get in good with Putin. Uh, but I can't, I can't get you the rest of from the hard drive what appears to be. Now, Miranda Devine and several other people have been able to put their hands on documents that get that up to about $100 million. But I don't, I don't have that. And, uh, and I'm not sure they have everything either. They would tell you the same thing. But there's a whole picture here. And, boy, it is frightening. Well, this is Rudy Giuliani. When we come back, we will have the mayor's final thoughts. Rudy Giuliani. Former New York Mayor Rudy Giuliani. Now. 
It's time for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, Mayor's Final Thoughts. This is Rudy Giuliani, and this is uh, the Mayor's Final Thoughts. And uh, it is brought to you by Tunnel to Towers, T2T.org, that wonderful organization that that is constantly caring for uh, the uniformed service members, caring for their families when they lose their lives in the line of duty and they are with a check uh, to pay off the mortgage, or caring about those who become catastrophically injured and have difficulty, you know, managing for themselves. And they began some time ago building and have now become quite expert in building smart homes. And right during the season of hope now, they're doing one a day, not building, but giving out one a day. So they could use a few bucks. How about $11 a month to T2T.org? That's it, T2T.org. I think you'll enjoy the holidays more if you do it. So I'm going to make my final thoughts on how, how can an admiral in the American Navy, I have nothing against Admiral Kirby, He's not the pathetic, uh, pathological liar the, uh, the other one is. I have some degree of respect for him. What, what he said today when he, when he went neutral on uh, what's going on in Iran, it's like he lost his soul. He became a member of the military to preserve, protect, and defend the United States of America. Uh, Iran is a clear and present danger uh, to the existence of the United States of America. They train their young people to hate us, to kill us. Aside from Israelis who they want to kill and eliminate genocide, uh, their second greatest enemy is us, the United States. Uh, In terms of fatalities, uh, they have killed uh, unbelievably large numbers of young American men and women uh, in Iraq, uh, as well as other places, using the Quds Force under the leadership of a a coal stone murderer, Soleimani. How is it that we would be reluctant to be on the side of hundreds of thousands of people held in bondage, whose uh, brothers and sisters and fathers and mothers, almost all of them have been touched by slaughter from the theocratic regime of the Ayatollahs. Uh, We we don't forget that they held our people in bondage when we had a similarly cowardly president in the White House, Jimmy Carter. I hate to say that about Jimmy, but it was pathetic. Admiral Kirby, I'm praying for you. You've got to get it back. We support the people seeking freedom in Tehran. The mayor of New York City.